Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Forever 35. This is a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. And I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. We're not. We're not. But we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a listener question episode where we will be hearing from listeners, taking your questions and comments, answering them to the best of our ability. We do this every other week. The way we've been operating for the last couple of months is having an interview with a guest one week and then doing listener questions on the other week. And today, after the break, we will hear from some folks, including Dory, people yes. who sang into our voicemail account oh bravely goodness. and Kate, courageously. Come on. Really? Oh my gosh, quite a few. I'm going to share one today and then I've saved a bunch to kind of share throughout the fall, if you will, because people were, I essentially challenged people. I said, listen, if you call into our voicemail and you sing something from Rent, I will do my best to sing along with you. If I remember the lyrics. Amazing. Okay. The Rent Heads delivered. And true to my form, I then like started deep diving on like old YouTube videos of interviews with Jonathan Larson and like going, like watching videos of Adina Menzel when she's like 24. Like I just kind of then got... Got back into rent. It was like 1996 all over, all over again. Minus Amazing. the eyebrows. Minus okay. my thin, thin eyebrows. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Well, I can't wait. Kate. So, yeah, we'll hear from some, we'll hear from our first singer in a few moments. A few minutes, few moments. Okay. A few min moments. Okay. I look forward yeah. to that. But I'll tell you, Right now, I'm sitting here with this very badly sprained ankle and (laughs) very badly sprained. Very bad. Just sorry. I was walking on a dark dirt path at a campsite and stepped on stepped on an uneven ground, and I fell into a bush. And it was it was a. a humbling experience to say the very least. (laughs) My ankle ballooned instantly. And I've never had that happen. Even when I like shattered bones in my hand, that didn't really swell. 
it was oh. like my ankle popped. It like just no, like burst into a okay. balloon. It looks no. like the like the blueberry from no. Willy Wonka. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I'm so sorry. You know, it's fine. I, you know, I do dig into kind of like frustrations. I guess I have in terms of it, it brings up a lot of like. Anytime there's an obstacle for me, I get extremely frustrated. Mm-hmm. I was camping with friends. We were we were quote unquote glamping. We were at like a campsite with little cabins, and I was with my kids. I wasn't with my husband. He's not here, and I had to really, literally rely on my friends. Like they had to yeah. carry me. <laughs> they had to carry me. It was so, like I I, you know, two of them. I don't know how to explain. We were at this campsite. I may, I was on my way. I was walking alone on my way back to my little cabin for a moment. And and so I fell alone. I was able to get to my cabin and drop the thing off I was dropping off and then get back to my friend's cabin. And then I got there and I just kind of collapsed in a chair and was like, I think I broke my ankle. So it was in so much pain that they, oh God. That they had to carry, you know, and it's also like, there's no, we're like up on these little hills and there's no like steady ground. So two of them like, you know, got on either side of me and I had to like use them as my crutches. And it was really, it's really hard for me. And I don't know why I'm like, it was so hard for me to accept help for that. I started crying because I was so emotional about it. I think because, Mm -hmm. I think because when you are a person who's like entire way of being is trying to please others. You cannot do that when people are helping you in a time of need. Yeah. That's and yes. And so it triggers every instinct in me to say no, like mm-hmm. to just I, I can't, you know, it like I can't people please yeah. in that moment. I can't accommodate. I can't whatever. And it's so hard for me and embarrassing in a way. And makes me feel so vulnerable that I like started crying. I cried like multiple times. <laughs> I don't know. I like you weren't even crying so much that you had sprained your ankle. It was more that no, I was so moved. I think for me this year, a lot of this year has just been about really understanding the depth of some of my friendships with people and and kind of experiencing gratitude. And being held by friends in moments of need in ways that like I haven't always allowed myself to be. Yeah. This happened earlier this summer too. And I, in a different situation and I just, it's, it's moved me a lot to really examine the relationships, these real life relationships I have. Um, and I think also it's just, I'm so afraid of like upsetting people or like, I don't know. So it's like so hard for me to just like say yes to help and not worry about like that I'm putting somebody. You're inconveniencing someone. Yes. Yes. So everything you're saying is very relatable because my husband is the exact same way. I know. I truly sometimes marvel at the way in which you ended up with two of the same person in your life. I mean, right, but like, is that a coincidence? I don't think like, so. We were probably drawn to you. We were like, give right. us some of that Dory energy. Right. So there's something it, that I am attracted to 
and that you know what I mean? Like it's very yes. interesting because uh-huh. when we were texting on Saturday night when it happened or Sunday when you know after and you were saying this about asking for oh. help and and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this and now what you're saying about how you can't be a people pleaser when you're asking for help. I'm like, oh my God, that's exact that I I think that that is exactly why or one of the reasons why like Matt doesn't like to ask for help. And I'm also thinking about how I think I've gotten better at asking for help, but I'm still not that great at it. But for me, it's more coming from a place of like not wanting to show weakness. Mm. Fascinating. Not from like the people pleasing angle. I truly think that most of us are not comfortable asking for help right for, like a for whatever reason of, I, yeah for whatever reason totally. and i don't know i'm assuming some of it is cultural um, familial like all these things right but it really is hard and i can understand why you would feel like it is i, I understand why it would tap that feeling of like not wanting to look quote unquote weak mm-hmm. well if you're listening, I'll have you all know that Dory sent me a very firm text message and said, would you like a meal train? And I said, I think I'm okay. Thank you. And she was like, okay. But if that changes at any time, you can change your mind and we will make you a meal train. And I, and I, and said, I mean it. You, and I meant it. I know you do. I believe it. I know. And I said that because... I thought, you know what? She's saying no now. And I feel like if in a couple of days she's like, oh, fuck, like Anthony's not here. I'm like, I'm trying to get dinner. It's so stressful. But but she might be like, well, I already told Dory no. I can't, yep. I can't say yes now. And I just want her to know that it's okay to change your mind. And it's okay to admit that like you didn't realize how overwhelming it was going to be. And the offer still stands. Well, so. you know what? This actually, I think, brings up, I think that was, first of all, that was very kind of you to kind of not just offer, but kind of make that adjustment to the, to like, you know, saying that. Because I do think sometimes when people step into help, it's often we do it like in the immediate aftermath of a traumatic situation or what or a big life event. And I have found in my own life, like it's kind of like after that settles down is when I really need the help. Right? Like it's, yeah. You know, sometimes, yeah. like, say when you have a new baby, it's not the first few weeks. It's like that first, like, after a month or two when everybody's kind of forgotten. Right. Everyone's about gone. You. Yeah. 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 One's gone home and you're back to life. It's like that's when, same with like losing a loved one. Like, so I appreciated that extra because of that caveat that you included. Anyway, that's what's I also going felt on over like here. you like you said no before you had even gotten home, and I was like, "She's not even <laughs> home." Like drive. I know she doesn't like know. Starbucks. She doesn't know. <laughs> I had maybe I was at urgent care waiting on my, uh, you know, on my X-ray or whatever. But yeah, but seriously, thank you for that. Yeah, I appreciate it. And if anybody has tips on how to, you know, deal with a bad sprain, let me know. I mean, I think it's, I feel like it's very straightforward, but also I'm worried I'm going to do the thing where I push myself too hard, too fast. So that was, I mean, I don't even know what happened to me when I rolled my ankle last year. I had to wear a boot. I had, I I mean, I had to wear a boot 
but like, and I know it wasn't broken, but kind of beyond that, I don't, I guess it was a sprain, but that was hard for me to just like, even though I was in a boot, like to wear the boot all the time and to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to like be, to be, to like not push it, I guess is the, is the takeaway. Yeah. For sure. That's hard. That's hard. So I see you. I Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. I my foot is a like very swollen and black and blue, and it is pretty oh gnarly. So don't want to see that. Anyway, what's new over there? How are you? I'm fine. Um, I so I went to podcast movement last week, which is a big podcast conference. It was in Denver, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna download some stuff to watch on the plane. And no offense to Delta, but like, I'm not going to rely on their back of seat entertainment. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think Delta's offended. It's never great. No. You know, it's, never, it's like yeah. occasionally good. And then sometimes, and then sometimes you're like, why do you only have half of the first season of like whatever show? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes. Three random episodes from the yeah. third season of. Right. Of Veep. You and know. you're like, no, yeah. this is you're, not what? helping me. Anyway. So I was like, oh my gosh, Heartstopper, which is a show that I love. Oh, season yes. two came out a few weeks ago. And I'll just download. It was eight episodes. I'll just download all eight episodes. So on the flight there I watched it. I watched a couple episodes while I was in Denver and then I watched some more on the way home. I finished the whole season. Um, it's so delightful. It's so sweet. Um, it's just the best. It's like a, you know, it's a, it's a show about teenagers in the UK and the whole first season is about a boy, Charlie, who is gay and has a crush on a, straight passing um, rugby player named Nick who turns out to be bisexual. Um, And by the, well, I shouldn't, I guess I shouldn't spoil it, but I mean, you kind of can figure out what happens. Yeah. (laughs) And these are based on graphic novels, which are already out in the world. Um, And then the second season is about how they are like navigating the relationship. And it's just, it's just great. And like, some of the characters from the first season, you kind of like learn more about them. There's some new characters. There's like more like adult stuff. There's more like um, subplots with the adults, which is always fun oh, for me as an adult. Because Olivia Pope is the mom. Or no, excuse, Olivia Coleman. Coleman. Olivia Pope. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Pope is the character from Scandal. Yeah, that would be really funny if she showed up. <laughs> as in char- Olivia Pope was their mom. Literally the character. Um, um Olivia Coleman. Yes, sorry, Olivia is Coleman. Nick's mom. And I don't want to give I don't want to give anything away, but I will say turn like there is a a, a two episode arc with a character who if you also watched one of my other favorite shows you will be rec- you will recognize him and be chuffed that he is showing up here. <laughs> oh wow. I can't I can't say anything else because it'll it will give it all away. But okay. That's I haven't all watched I the say. second season of Heartstopper yet. You will so. you will know it when you see it. You'll oh be like, god. oh my okay. god, it's that guy. <laughs> if it is 
somebody from what we do in the shadows, I'm going to be thrilled. I can't say. Because I, I cannot, need you I to can know. Neither, I can neither confirm nor deny. What we do in the shadows has become my new Shit's Creek, where I now rewatch episodes for comfort. Um, It's so good. It is the best. I love it so much. I just need to go on record again that you were right about what we do in the shadows. I'm obsessed with it. I love every single person on it. I like don't quite know what to do. The fact that this new season is almost done. And I'm so wait, like, two more have years. you, have you watched toast? I don't even know what that is. Toast is a British show. I don't even oh, really Matt. know how you watch it here. With Matt Berry. Yes. It's, How did you watch it here? Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt Secret ways. Found out how to watch it here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you might now be able to, or maybe like, I don't, I don't recall. Um, but it is so weird and funny and weird <laughs> and weird. Like, it's just, he's so funny if you if you think he's funny, and I th- I feel like he's probably like not everyone's cup of tea, but if you think Matt Berry is funny, I do. You you should you should give Toast a shot. Okay, I um, will because I do. I love and then him. the other show that I just started watching is called Fisk. Have you watched this show, Kate? No. Okay, I think that it was recommended. By someone in the Forever 35 Discord. Okay. Um, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I like sort of tried to go back and find it. I couldn't find it, but I think I think that's where I first saw someone mention it. And it's on Netflix. It's an Australian show about um a middle-aged woman, she's in her late 40s, who gets divorced and starts a new job as a she's a lawyer and she gets a new job at a very small firm that does like probate and wills and like family law, like fam- trust, trust in estates, trust in estates law. Yes, that's what she does. Um, and it's so, it's really funny. It's like one of the few shows that I was, that I've like laughed out loud. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm it's intrigued. really, it's really funny. And she she's also like so weird and just like like i found her very relatable in a lot of ways oh fascinating okay i'm Um, into it i'm into it and just like you know i also just appreciate a show whose protagonist is a woman in her late 40s yeah whose life has kind of fallen apart like she's kind of a hot mess um, but she's also like really smart and, and it's great. It's great. It's a great okay. show. Okay. Um, so those are my two TV wrecks. Well, all I have is what we do in the shadows. I'm pretty well, sure that's all I watch right now. <laughs> to have, to have that show is really special. <laughs> it's that and the YouTube family, the Norris nuts, which I started oh, that watching. I'm not familiar with. Oh, my kids turned me on to the Norse Nuts, and now we all watch them together, and I'm obsessed with them. They're Australian. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Like, truly, I, I was just scrolling over on their YouTube page, and I was like, oh, last to leave the chair episode, 32 minutes? Don't mind if I do. 
don't mind if I do. Uh, well, Dory, should we take a little break and yeah, hear from some folks who have reached out to us? Yeah, let's do that. Um, before we do, I want to mention a couple of things. One, we still have a giving circle, which we are doing to raise funds in support of local elections in Virginia. Just recently, um, we raised over $800 in matched funds. So that means you all donated and that money was matched through the, through, uh, our giving circle through the state's project. And it is such an amazing way to make a huge difference in local elections in the Virginia House, there is a need to flip three seats to take back the majority in the Virginia Senate. We only have room to lose one seat to keep the majority. As you know, abortion access is being determined at the state level. And Virginia is the last state in the South with abortion protections, which was put into place before the House switched into um, being led by the right. So this is really a place where you can make a difference in reproductive justice uh, and so many other places. So if you are interested in donating, we always have a link to our giving circle. Again, the funds raised go goes to supporting local candidates, and we are specifically supporting them in Virginia with this iteration of our giving circle. All <laughs> that being said, you can find more info about us on our website, forever35podcast.com. Our Instagram is at forever35podcast. We are creating new content on Patreon, including episodes of Product Recall, where we dig into nostalgic, iconic products and their past. And I have a really good one coming up. Uh, No spoilers, but it involves vulvas. Uh, We're also recapping the first season of The OC there, which is wild. You can find all that at patreon.com slash forever35. Our favorite products can be found at shopmy.us slash forever35. And sign up for our newsletter that can be found on our website. And as always, you can text and email us and leave us a voicemails, 781-591-0390, or email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And feel free to sing anything you want into the voicemail. Um, it's a safe space to really let it out, as we'll hear after the break. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there, the overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos. And like within a few weeks, I had done the consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a Tretinoin gal. 
I love the tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started. And then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. I am the first to admit that gift giving is not easy for everyone. It's taken me a long time to become like a halfway decent gift giver. But... What I have learned is that the best way to win the gift-giving game is to gift memories. Ooh. Yes. And you know how you do that, Kate? I'm, I'm ready. I'm listening. The Aura digital mm-hmm. frame mm-hmm. preloaded with decades of family photos. We when have gifted you, this to yes. many people. And when you gift this, your family will love looking back on childhood memories and seeing what you're up to today. Even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating the frame with new photos. So it's really the gift that keeps on giving. It's super easy to set up. It takes literally two minutes. You download the app, you set up the Wi-Fi, boom, Boom. you're good to go. Yep. We have given this to my parents. We've given Mm -hmm. this to Matt's parents. Mm -hmm. Same, same. It's so easy because you can add photos from the app like anytime you want. And also like my brother has the app so he can add photos from his family. My sister has the app, so she can add photos. My parents also have it. So they also add their own photos. That is one of the coolest parts, I think, of the Aura Frame is that everybody can contribute. Yes. I love that about... Uh, we have two Aura Frames in our house. I have Ooh. one in my office and yeah, and one in our family room. And do my they kids have, love do it. Do they have the same pictures on them? No, they have different pictures. <gasps> Ooh, oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Maybe I should get one from my office. I'm looking at a picture of my in... children right now. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Putting that away for later. Store that. Yes. Uh, the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which is what many other digital frames require. And also then you're not taking up your email storage. So win-win. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Forever 35 listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code Forever35 at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day-to-day. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings. 
Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash forever35. I think it's safe to say that we have suffered through bras. We've been uncomfortable in them. We've devoted whole episodes to finding good ones. But I'm here to say enough is enough. 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 I mean, Dory, have I ever told you? Have I ever told you what I did in college when I needed a bra to wear with a fancy dress? What? I cut the top of pantyhose and then I duct taped that to my chest. Oh. Sounds uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I, I didn't have honey love when I was in college. No. Well, we are here to say no more being uncomfortable. With no. Honey, no. With Honey Love's bras, you will wonder why it took so long to make something so comfortable and so supportive. There's no underwire, but through some kind of wonderful magic, they managed to not sacrifice lift. All while making it in a fabric that's so comfortable, you barely know it's there. Especially the crossover bra. I wear one of these almost every day. I'm wearing one right now because it's so comfortable and it easily fits into my life. But if you like a breathable and versatile legging, Honey Love has you covered on that front too. Plus, they have tanks, shapewear, and their V-bra that has molded cups still without the underwire to keep you from getting that dreaded uniboob effect other more relaxed bras tend to give you. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we send you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Dory, we're back with um, our first rent related voicemail. I'm very excited about this. Good morning, Kate and Dory. Uh, this is Sam out of Maine. I just had to pause the pod. Um, you were talking about in your Seasons of Love episode, um, singing Rent and going back to see the revival of Rent. And I just thought I'd call Sing a Little Ditty for you. Um, one, because I want to hear Kate sing, and two, because it's a great line in the show. Hmm. There's only us, there's only this, forget regret, our life is yours to miss, no other road, no other way, no day but today. I hope you have a great day, bye! Okay, then... What's his face sings, I can't control, control your future. Right? You know this part, Dory? My yes. destiny, he doesn't see. Sa-na-na-na, my only goal is just to be. And then he goes, Roger, he goes, just let me be. Um, this hey, is a duet you, between Roger and Mimi. Do you <laughs> want me to play this youtube 
that you have in the Oh, I just included that as like a share because I I then, uh, yeah, this is just something I wanted to share with people, which is, oof. So I went a little bit down a rent rabbit hole and this is a video of the cast of Rent performing a medley at the 1996 Tonys where then (gasps) the show and Jonathan Larson went on to like sweep all the awards and it just the story of Rent, if you aren't familiar, like Jonathan Larson, like you know, he'd been working for years, toiling away, writing musicals. And just when Rent was about to premiere off Broadway, he died. It's just tragic and awful. And like, it's just, it's so devastating. And to see them perform and then have him be honored is really moving. But it's also quite a relic. Like, it's just, just the lyrics. I'm just like, wow, that is, that is from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But it's great. So thank you, listener in Maine, for singing into our voicemail. We have a few others. We had some people who either sang like Seasons of Love and then we had one who did one of the voicemails, the interstitial voicemails. So we'll, oh. we'll include some more of these um, Rent sing-alongs. Also, pe- people on Patreon pointed out that like there might not even be a Rent revival. Like I'm not really sure we're talking about something. Did I make that up? That- it's possible. <laughs> Someone was like, I went, I was so excited to hear that Rent was coming back and I Googled it and I couldn't find anything. So I came here to find out and I realized like, maybe we don't, maybe it's not half. What? We might've no, made it up. Here. Wait, hold on. Oh no. No, that's not it. Okay. Maybe I just made this up, but I swear I, I read something about, wait. Okay. I thought wait, there was no? two. I've, I honor your guess here because I feel like I heard something about this. Okay. It looks like it was revived in 2017 off-Broadway. Um, okay. It looks like there was a 2021 revival. So we're going back in time. We're going back in time. Listen, I am sorry to everyone that I got excited <laughs> for this rent revival that apparently doesn't exist. <laughs> exists in only your head, but that's okay. Uh, because me- I truly actually thought rent was coming back, which I don't know where I also made this up. You know what? Maybe I like saw it on TikTok. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> or maybe you and I just had a conversation where we both thought this was happening and then we're trying to will it into existence. Totally. I mean, look, we can go see it in San Diego in November. I would. There's, they're doing, um, looks like they're doing one in Palm Springs in October. <laughs> I mean, Palm Springs got very hit by the hurricane, so I'm not quite sure they'll be ready for us. So I, I think by to, the end of October, they will be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like, you know, there's a lot of, like, community theater performances of oh, Rent. They're so good. Looks like okay. there's one in Ashland, Oregon. Road trip. This might not even be community theater. This might be, like, like a, like an equity production here. Because tickets are being sold on Ticketmaster. So, I guess we have to it's go touring. Is it touring? The 25th Rent? anniversary farewell tour, which must have been going f- since 2021 and now appears to be in Ashland, Oregon. Maybe it's wrapping oh, up in that. Ashland, Oregon. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> um, 
Look, if anyone can help us get to the bottom of this, let us know. A middle-aged woman can dream. We we really right. can. We can. <sighs> no day but today. Okay, so Dory, <laughs> let's um share a couple or not a couple, three. No, excuse me, four listener emails. Okay. That we've received recently. Is that right? Email, 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 email. Do you want me to read this next one? Yeah, take it away. I'm wondering if you Googled what this listener brings up because I, I sure did. Well, I'll um, tell you what it is. Hello, Kate and Dory. As an avid listener that waits every weekday for your newest episode, I That's have to nice. bring something to your attention. A friend of mine just started her second career in her 40s as a sex therapist and has, as you can imagine, opened my eyes to things that this 51-year-old gal has never heard of. Supposedly, plating and even free plating is a deeply disturbing act. I'm far from being prudish, but please look it up. Ew, sorry if I made you sick when looking it up, but I thought that you should know. Love your show. Wow. Yeah, when I was like, you know what? I don't need to know. I did. I needed to know. And I <sighs> do I share it or do I just say everybody go Google it? I think just you Google. share it, Kate. Okay. It's where you're with a partner and one person is lying underneath a glass table and the other person makes a bowel movement onto the table above the person's mm. head. Okay. And I just want to say, I'm not here to kink shame. No. If that's, so, if that's what gets you off. Go with goddess. Yeah. Go with goddess. Yeah. I don't think I will ever do this. I'm not, I'm not a, a, a poop person, but again, <laughs> I just want to say, like, no judgment. Yeah, we don't yuck anyone's yeah. yum here on this podcast. No, unless you're not hurting anybody, then it's yeah. all good with us. Yeah, as long as, you know, mutual consent, great. Yeah, great. Get under that glass. All righty. Well. Email. <laughs> Hi, Kate and Dory. <laughs> New email. This is a palate cleanser, literally. Hi, Kate and Dory. Fiona here, writing in from Cambridge, UK, listening to Ep 281, and not sure why I had such a vis visceral reaction, but I am internally shouting, you don't need to host people to make a nice charcuterie board. If you want nice, yummy things, you deserve to have them, company or no. You're worth just making a charcuterie board all for yourself. Also, I am very sure there was a guest years back whose self-care practice was on the weekly making themselves a charcuterie board. Anywho, just wanted to say, let yourself indulge in the things you enjoy. On the off chance you read this, hi to my best friend, Kathleen, who turned me on to your lovely podcast. It's been one of our fave shared forms of self-care over the years. Love y'all. Stay spicy, like the salami you can enjoy on your next solo charcuterie indulgence. Well, 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 Fiona. Listen, I appreciate this. And Fiona's right. You can make a charcuterie board all for your own self. Totally. I think it was Jasmine Guillory who talked about this. Oh. Because I, this, I went through a phase of doing this where I would make myself like little bits of sliced up salted meats and some olives and some cheese yes. and maybe some grapes for yes. dinner and like some yes. crackers. Yes. And I also feel like that has been like somehow co-opted into some dumb like – TikTok-y thing called like lazy girl dinner. I realize I sound oh, so yes. fucking old. Mm -hmm. But like we've all been having snack like a snacky plate for dinner for forever, right? Totally. And I also did want to say 
oh, I guess it's girl. What's girl dinner? All about the snacky TikTok trend. Yeah. Listen, just as long as you're fed and satiated and taking care of yourself, that's all that matters. doesn't totally. matter what the fuck if you're having a snacky dinner. But yeah. I did want to say, I think part of the pleasure of a charcuterie board is creating it to share. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. That's that's just one thought I had, Fiona. But I love your I love your your motivation. I love what you're saying. I agree with you. Uh, thank you, thank you, Fiona. Um, all right. Hello. I've recently discovered that I'm sensitive, maybe allergic. I'm waiting my allergy tests back to polyester and or spandex. It could be that what I'm actually allergic to are the products these synthetic materials are usually treated with. But regardless, I'm trying to avoid them altogether. Any suggestions for brands specializing in cotton, linen, and other non-synthetic materials? Bathing suits in particular seem like they will be a big challenge. I have to confess I'm prone to fast fashion and much of that clothing is polyester or spandex treated with nasty chemicals. So I'm mourning a portion of my closet. But ultimately, I know this is better for my skin and the environment. Thanks. Wow, that's a tough one. I'm not that is really, really tough. Knowledgeable, like very knowledgeable in this area. And so um I, I do know, I have to say, like as a former Patagonia employee, they made some very beautiful cotton. Mm. Um I mean, they also have synthetic materials that they use, but they have like beautiful, like I think you can, but that's obviously like not a fast fashion company and more expensive, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like Uniqlo is always kind of a good place to look for like basics, but mm -hmm. bathing suit, I went to the Cotton On website and I was like, certainly Cotton On will have cotton bathing suits. And then of course they do not, I don't believe because bathing suits are stretchy. So they're made of, you know, mostly polyester and elastane, it says here. So this is a this is a tricky one. I don't quite know. That is really tricky. I don't have a suggestion for cotton bathing suits. I don't think. Um I mean, yeah. I think you can get good like Good quality cotton stuff at Target. Um, so, okay, there I found a an article from a site called eluxmagazine.com that I've mm -hmm. never heard of, but they have an article called Five Cotton or Hemp Swimwear Brands Saving the Ocean. Mm. Um, but it's not clear to me. If these are all, I don't think these are like a hundred percent cotton necessarily. But there is this this brand called Slow Active, and that stands for Sustainable Luxury Oceanware. Oh, interesting. Okay, so this this looks promising. I would say. Um, now, these are expensive. <laughs> These yeah. are extremely expensive. Um, probably not really an option for most people, but this is this is one that I feel like I need to we need to throw out to the listeners. I'm stumped, and I'm not I'm not really an expert in terms of like different fibers and the makeup clothing and that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't really know. 
<sighs> stumped. Hmm. I'm stumped. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, there's another place called Natasha Tonic that makes hemp bathing suits. Um, again, like not cheap. Like a one piece suit is two hundred dollars. Who baby? Who baby? So I don't know. I mean, what about altering what you consider a bathing suit? Oh, that's interesting. Like maybe you switch to swimming in like a linen tank and shorts. I, I mean, listen, I'm literally pulling this out of my tush. I don't really know, but. I don't think you could really swim in a linen tank though. Like you could, you could <laughs> relax on the beach. I know. I know. This is, this is a, this is like a truly confusing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. This is tough. Okay. What about this? What if you just swam in underwear? Because you can find really good cotton blend underwear. But would you? I feel like that would. I don't know. This I is mean, kind I of guess in the two piece world, in better the than nothing. World. Might feel a little weird. We might need to ask our past guest from last week, Sophie Strauss, about this. This is a great question for Sophie. Because she's a stylist. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, we have another clothing question that resonated with me. I'd, I'd love to share it and see if um, if we can offer any Let's hear it. thoughts for this person. Okay. Hi, Kat and Dor. I know you've talked about panic and anxiety shopping in preparation for travel before, and I'm experiencing a similar thing for an upcoming event, a friend's wedding. I know Virginia Soul Smith has written about the intersection of social anxiety and body image that can show up as panic shopping. And my goodness, if that doesn't feel true for me right now, why is it that a wedding where honestly, literally no one cares or, or will remember how I'm dressed makes me feel like I have to rethink my entire identity and what exactly my choice of outfit says about me. Anyway, just feeling like this might be a situation on which you guys have some wisdom to share. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, this feels like Sophie addressed this really well in her episode. Yeah. Um, go back and listen to that listener if you haven't already. I mean, I, I do really think, I just was thinking, this reminded me of in 2019, one of my best friends got married and I had I had gained weight. My body had really changed. Mm. And I was having so much anxiety about going to this wedding where I was only going to see people who knew me very well and have known me for years and seen me through every up and down imaginable and love me for who I am. And I, but I was still was like, I don't want them to see me. I don't want to, I don't, I feel uncomfortable about how I look or how I'm dressed. And it mm. was, I was really in my head about it. And even though like saying it out loud, it sounds irrational. Like I was having a lot of panic and anxiety about it. And I think I actually voiced it to one of my friends. Oh, and that wow. okay. Was that was really powerful because it was like I was able to say what was scaring me and mm -hmm. and hear and have them like receive it and not be like, "What are you talking about? That's so dumb. You're perfect." Like just be like, "That sounds really hard." Like I'm, I totally hear you, and you know, and and I and I ended it ended up being 
you know, a wonderful experience. But I just think that can really, that is a very real thing that we feel, especially in this world we live in where people do constantly comment on our looks and our appearance and our bodies and our shapes and the ways in which we've changed our appearance or, you know, whether by choice or not. Yes. (sighs) Yeah. This is all, these, these are all tough, tough questions, I think. And uh, uh, Sophie's advice was really like thinking about how something makes you feel, right? Yeah. And I think that I know for myself, I don't know, Dory, if you've experienced this, where you you feel great in something and then maybe you like see a picture of yourself that you don't deem flattering and it completely changes your perception of how yes. you look or, or your outfit or what you're wearing or how you feel. Yes. Um, so if that's something you experience, I would just like go into the situation knowing that that's like your brain manipulating you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let it out, Dory. Yes. That's so real. Yeah. That's so real, Kate. Oh, yeah. I try to keep it real. Mm-hmm. As best I can. Well, thank you everybody for chiming in with your questions and comments and songs. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you. And we're yeah, we do. Another break. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com All right. We are back. Hello. Hello. Um, Kate, last week you were going to think about aging. Oh, yeah. How oh, I'm thinking go? about it. I waffle between wanting to, between feeling like at peace in my skin and then wanting to like, and then Googling like threading forehead cost at like midnight in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. Totally. <laughs> to be clear, I haven't ever threaded my forehead and I'm not planning on it, but I do w- waffle between being like, this is who I am. I love my face. I love my skin. I love my wrinkles. And then being like, I don't want these wrinkles. This is sending me into a dark place of like grappling with mortality and aging mm. and being irrelevant. Ah, you know? Wee menopause. So I'm just still thinking about it. 
and yeah. and and not judging myself, you know, yeah. and not being like you're bad for being sucked into beauty culture because that never gets me anywhere when I do that. Totally. To totally. And this week, Dory, I'm just thinking about setting an intention around my left ankle and not pushing things too hard and just accepting, you know, not getting too down. I tend to get really down when stuff isn't going the way I thought it was going to go. So, you know, it's hard. This is just a, a recent meditation I've been kind of saying to myself is like, this is just for right now. Like this is not yes. forever. This yes. is just right now. Oh my now. God. So that is a, just, that is a mantra that like I need to really just take to heart. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's really been like resonating with me. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good one. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody else needs to hear it, this is just what's happening right now. It's not permanent. Yes. Um, well, How Kate, about you? last week I was kind of consumed by my travel situation. And, you know, it, it all went pretty well. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I downloaded Heartstopper, which mm. was, I'm glad that I did that. Um, this week, I think I need to like reset and start bedtime a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, I've just gotten like, you know, you know about bedtime creep. Oh, I know all about it, baby. You know how that goes. Uh-huh. I was so, doing it last night. Yeah. Forehead so, threads. Yeah. I, I just like... I need to just like start a little earlier. I think I need to start. I need to start my bedtime stuff at like 9.30 at the latest. And then here's the other thing, because last night I did actually start pretty early, but then I was just kind of like farting around on my iPad for like an hour. Are you playing New York Times Connections? Oh, yeah. I play it every day. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. It's so good. You know, they were it's piloting. so good. They were piloting another game called Digits. And hmm. it was, you had, to, they gave you all these numbers and you had to figure out how to get to a specific number by like multiplying or adding or subtract, whatever. And I guess it wasn't popular. They They took it away. But I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's too bad because Connections has been like a huge hit for them, right? Yeah, like it's been, I mean, it must it's be because big. it's like it's it it's now an official game. It's like in the app. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's in the. I've app still been now. going online. Okay, oh, I know I've been going online too, and then I noticed it. Well, it's in the app on my phone. It didn't show up in the app on my iPad, but it showed up in my. It didn't show up in the games app on my iPad, but it showed up in my New York Times app on my iPad. <laughs> I also, someone else has pointed this out before. I don't know if it was in an article or like a tweet or something, but like the New York Times games department, I love them, but they need to be more consistent. Every single game like uh, refreshes at a different time. And like the crosswords are 10 p.m. Eastern, but spelling bee is at like 3 a.m. Connections, who knows? Like, it's just like, <laughs> like, why can't they all be the same time? I find this annoying. 
Can you New York Times games if you're listening? Can you let someone know? <laughs> please. We are we rely on you for so much self-care. I'm paying way too much for, for this app. I just ask for consistency. Well, you know, and it's like you have to pay for the games app outside of your New York Times subscription. Like they they're getting a lot of our, my money here right now. If you get the all access subscription, I'm I because I think that's what we have and I think it includes mm. it. Yes, but Dory, my husband and I have separate New York Times games accounts. So oh. he gets the one with our, I think he has the one with our Times. This is real in the weeds, King okay. Spencer family. Okay. I have my own games account because you know that man's doing that crossword, then the spelling bee, then connections. Right. Every, yeah. And Wordle every friggin' day of his life. Right. Um, I also just wanted to let you know that I am, have become obsessed with the game Rama Cube. Have you ever played oh. this game? I think I played the board game version of it, Yeah, you know, when I was okay. a child. Well, I started playing the board game version this summer with my family. Everybody hates it but me. So now I play real people online obsessively wow. and I'm I'm in love with it. And I kind of want to start like a game night for it, but I don't. But my social anxiety is stopping me. So if that's a thing, maybe I could make a Rumacube game night. You should do that. Okay. I love it so much. And I don't like numbers normally, but this game speaks to me. Okay. There you go. Well, this has been a real roller coaster of a podcast episode. Thank you, everybody, for oh, yes. your questions and comments. Yeah, thank you. Um, and let's just remind everyone, Forever 35 is hosted and produced by me, Dorisha Freer, and Kate Spencer, and produced and edited by Sam Junio. Sammy Reed is our project manager and our network partners, ACAST. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you soon.